Hello, welcome back to Podcast Versus Player, episode 79. I'm Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who has booked some Star Wars impersonators for my son for Halloween, but he's just had a phone call saying their people's carriage broke down. All we know is they're in a Ford Galaxy far, far away. <laughs> it's only bloody death. <laughs> oh, oh, the zinger. It's another zinger. It is. I had another one, but I chose to leave it out for reasons, but I will tell you it at the end of the show. <laughs> Legal reasons, maybe? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm very well. Very well, very well indeed. You sound good, good, good. I'm not too bad. Not too bad at all. Would you like some news to uh, to make you even better? Yeah, I'll have some bloody news. Well, well first, first up, Dan. Um, Marvel and Netflix have been teasing their new show, Jessica Jones, for weeks, but finally a full-length trailer has arrived. Yes. And we've watched it, as I'm sure most of you have. Hopefully. Um... The 13-part show is based on a Marvel comic book, Alias, which ran for 28 issues between 2001 and 2004. It stars Breaking Bad's Kristen Ritter as a failed superhero who has abandoned the crime-fighting life to become a private detective in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Former Doctor Who actor David Tennant co-stars as the deadly mind-controlling villain Kilgrave, otherwise known as the Purple Man. Also appearing is The Matrix stars Carrie Ann Moss and Mike Coulter, who play fellow hero Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man. Uh, Cage will also be getting his own show in 2016. Yeah, so is this going to be the launch platform for Power Man then? Yeah, this is basically going to be the... Uh, kind of like the Flash was with Arrow, I'm going to assume. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like an origin thing. Well, no, because yeah. he's wasn't he always Power Man? Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be like an origin... This is who, who he is. Do you reckon it's going to be like Wildcat then? It's just like, look, I, I did it for ages and I you know, kind of gave up the gig because there wasn't much in it for me or whatever. Possibly, yeah. Um, I mean, I do you know anything about um, Jessica Jones? Or... Uh, no, um, only Luke Cage and Iron Fist through Deadpool. Mm. Um, yeah. But Jessica Jones, no, I do not. Oh. Um, I don't know a hell of a lot. I know the Purple Man um, is like, it's her, like, basically arch nemesis. Um, he gets in her head and he makes her do depraved things, horrible things, sure. and whatnot. Um, and he's back and she's trying to track him down um, I'm guessing that's going to be the same synopsis Yeah. Um, anticipation is very high um, for Jessica Jones as is Daredevil which returns for a second season next year a short trailer for the show was released earlier this month and season one of Jessica Jones will hit Netflix November 20th 2015 do you think there's going to be a lot more where this came from I think if Daredevil continues as well as it has and is as well received as it has, Jessica Jones does well and Luke Cage does well, then I think we could see a lot more Marvel Netflix shows. Which, as long as they all keep to the same kind of standard, I'd be absolutely fine with because yeah, it you... will bridge the gap between you know Daredevil. Um, you know, if Jess Jessica Jones is any good, then the next season of that, and then Supergirl, and then you've got Gotham, Arrow, Flash. So it will sort of tide you over until the next season comes along that you're really into like The Walking yeah. Dead or whatever or the next DC or Marvel film comes out but you know they, they make, they're making pretty good tracks on their own you know because I mean although Daredevil's still in the MCU it's still kind of removed from it but better mm. because it hasn't got all the sort of you know comedy and sort of all the pre-existing characters and stuff everything's new yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lot of references, but oh yeah, yeah. But it's, it's all it's very violent and yeah, it's a lot more violent than you you see in a 
an MCU film. Yeah, but we talk about Daredevil enough, so Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah I, I am. I am looking forward to it. I'm very much. Look, I think this could be the what Constantine should have been, i.e., popular. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Constantine wasn't popular, but it was good. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? I know, but that's the thing. Look how long Blue Peter was running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to think that because I'm still not entirely sold on Supergirl yet. Um, but I'm hoping that Jessica Jones could, as long as it's to the same kind of standard that Marvel and Netflix have been putting together. Um, I, I think they're going to put a considerable more amount of effort into Jessica Jones than Daredevil, purely on the fact that it can't fail. They can't just be, well, it looks like they can only get Daredevil right. Yeah, I, I want to see more sort of um, female-led TV shows like this. Because at the yeah, moment, female like characters are kind City. of... No, no, I mean in sort of... Gilmore Girls. Comic books. Like, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're, they're sort of restricted to sort of moany or, you know, they have a moment or so every couple of episodes where they do something interesting. But they're, they're still very downplayed. And, you know, I want to see, you know, a Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman or something like that. There's, there's got to be a line because... Obviously, Arrow is the start of Arrow. Obviously. <laughs> but then you look at, like, like Laurel as Black Canary, and even Felicity, and even though Laurel is technically a hero now, she's still 70% of the time a damsel in distress. Yeah, she'll sort of, she'll run in, she'll attempt to beat some people up, she'll get the shit kicked out of her, and then, mm. you know, Diggle will come in and shoot someone. Yeah. So... And it's not really, it's more a hindrance. Yeah. Whereas something like this, this could... She may very well get her fucking ass handed to her here, there, and everywhere by fucking just pound, uh, the purple man just messing with her mind and stuff. But just off the trail alone, she looks very empowering. Yeah, definitely. And this is, I, I, I really hope that this is the start of something new. Yeah. Because this is something, be because especially if they can do it well, then it can be then it can be shown to say, look at all these secondary characters in current, you know, comic TV shows. They're not very interesting. Whereas Jessica Jones, she pops up, and all of a sudden she's you know, you know, sarcastic, funny. She's brilliant. She's really strong, and you know, kicks shit out of everyone. Well, the, the, the thing, is, I mean, like the comic, this was the first comic to really push. Um, you know, in, in films, TV shows, comics, and everything else, where the bad guy and the good guy they'll have a big talk off before anything happens. This is this this is the comic that started it. Hmm. Um, and made it popular and endearing and then on top of all that it was a proper like Quentin Tarantino style bloodbath yeah, yeah. type fights and stuff and going off Daredevil this is the kind of thing that works absolutely because I mean they, they did show the sort of the hyper violence that's in Daredevil in any of the trailers yeah. so I'd like to think that Jessica Jones has got a similar kind of disregard for you know censorship and oh you know we don't need to make it that violent it's like no you want heads popping off that's what you want you wanted to punch someone yeah. so hard you know a, a fist goes through them that kind of thing that's what we need to do yeah so I, I do like the idea of it um, any other sort of female comic book characters you'd like to see have a TV show of their own um, May Parker May Parker really <laughs> what is the incredible spider woman yeah well there was a run where Aunt May was spider woman for a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, someone who's maybe been launched as a hero of some kind rather than just, you know, maybe not even a hero, but, you know, what about focusing on a, a villain? Um, 
You know what? I don't really know. I'd quite like to see a a series about Rogue. Oh yeah, one of the X Men. Yeah, it's not. Uh, not only is she like strong, she's got really cool powers and stuff. But it it could be a very like a isolated film where she can't be in contact with people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's constantly trying to get out of the way and keep out of trouble, but yeah. It always manages to find it, yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be actually quite a good series. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If if it's handled correctly. Any, have you got any ideas before we move on? Um, I'd quite like to see a She-Hulk TV show. Because hmm. um, that would be a similar kind of vein to Daredevil in the sense that, you know, she's a lawyer. Yeah. So she could be, you know, not just... You know, she doesn't just have to be super strong and running around smashing stuff up. She can be, you know, smart and she can be... You know, part of the justice system. She can be trying to fight for superhero rights, as well yeah. as actually, you know, just be a, a normal lawyer and put people away. But she can still step up and you know throw a truck at someone if they need it. <laughs> so I, I think that would be quite, good, be quite yeah. good. Yeah, expensive. Plus, she could do the sort of Deadpool talk to the camera kind of thing because hmm. she's a fourth wall breaker as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you wanted to bring in this sort of, um, you, you know, to, to be fair though. That's what Deadpool's got going. But then again, Marvel aren't doing Deadpool. So exactly, yeah. So I mean, if, if Deadpool out. works well, then I think it would open it up to say these, you know, how, what other fourth ball breaking characters have we got? You know, Howard the Duck. Mm. What about him? <laughs> well, that's already happening, isn't it? Oh, God. That was a teaser at the end of Guardians. No, no, no. They said that was nothing to do with... That was just that was just for funds. Oh, was it? Yeah, there wasn't anything. Oh, there you go. News for me. Yeah, no, no. That, that, they, they specifically said that was just for the lols. It, it wasn't yeah. anything to do with uh, like a teaser for a new film. Well, speaking of Lopples, Dan, our next bit of news. <laughs> As part of Microsoft's latest earnings announcement on Thursday, the company did not share a new Xbox One shipment number. As it turns out, this was by design. GameSpot was informed that Microsoft will focus more on Xbox Live usership figures instead of console shipment numbers going forward. In its briefing Thursday, Microsoft announced that Xbox Live had 39 million active users in the last quarter, which is up 28% year over year. An active user is defined as somebody who has signed into an Xbox Live in the uh, Live account in the past month. In a post-earnings financial call, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella added that about half of all Xbox One owners log into Xbox Live every single day. Revenue generated from Xbox Live rose 17% compared to the same quarter last year. Microsoft said this was driven by more total transactions as well as higher revenue per transaction. Um, Microsoft isn't doing away completely with console shipment numbers, only that it will place greater emphasis on the, quote, engagement with Xbox Live. Uh, Microsoft also sees this as a way to more accurately measure engagement with the Xbox ecosystem. Now, the total revenue for hardware fell 17%. Um, and Microsoft attributed this downtime mainly to fewer Xbox 360 consoles sold. By comparison, during the same period last year, Microsoft shipped 2.4 million combined Xbox One and Xbox 360 consoles. So, last year, they sold 2.4 million Xbox Ones and 360s combined. Yep. Whilst Sony was selling like 12 million PS4s alone. So I'm guessing that they are not releasing figures anymore because of how dire they are. <laughs> yeah, but just because you're... If you've got a silver account or a gold account, as long as you're connected to the internet and you've got your Xbox connected to... Uh, sorry, set up to connect to the internet whenever you go on it, then as long as you're using that Xbox for anything, then it will register as you being an active user, although you may well, just use it for Netflix. 
your Windows 10 account acts as an Xbox Live account. Well, every time I turn on my fucking computer, then that'll register me as an online user. Exactly. I don't know if they take it. I'm assuming, because it's using the word ecosystem a lot, that includes Windows phones, Windows phones with Windows 10, Xbox Ones, and PCs. Yeah, I think if they want to sort of say, well, we're not focusing on console figures anymore, we just want to see how many people are actually using Xbox Live, then just take into account 360 users and Xbox One users. Yeah. You know, who are using it for downloading things, uh, you know, or playing games on it. If you're just watching it for Netflix and stuff, you can get that on your phone, your PC, your tablet, whatever, your TV. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even need Xbox Live anymore to use Netflix. Exactly. But if it's set up on the Xbox and not the TV, odds are you're probably just going to turn the Xbox on because you can't be asked to sign in with the TV oh, remote. Yeah. Which I do, you know. But I wouldn't want them to think that, <clears throat> or at least go around telling people that I'm an active user because it's like, well, no. I'll, I'll download some songs for Rocksmith. That'll be it. I don't yeah. use it for online gameplay at all. It's, it's a bit of a farce, really, because, I mean... Console, I mean, a lot of people put emphasis on the PS4 is outselling the Xbox One like shitloads. Hmm. What do you do? You don't make money off consoles, you make money off software. Yeah. So, alright, the Xbox One's not doing well, it's not doing well at all. But they could be making more money on. It, it's unlikely because if there's more PS4s out there than there are Xbox Ones, the chances are they're making more money on software as well. You would have thought so, anything that's multi platform. Yeah. If they sold more PS4s, then yeah, they the statistics would state that there would probably be more likelihood that people would be buying it for a PS4 as more of those have been sold. Yeah. So, with that in mind, do you think come the launches of Halo 5 and Tomb Raider that they will actually release figures after that? Because I'm willing to put good money on they're going to sell a lot of Xbox Ones uh, off Halo alone. Yeah, but the fact is though, if Halo Master Chief Collection wasn't enough to make you go out and buy an Xbox One. I did. True, but you you also got that for free. <laughs> and I so. also got Halo with it. Well, <laughs> exactly. It's not as if you sought it specifically for that. Yeah. But it would be people who've already bought the Master Chief Collection who are into Halo that would say, yeah. ooh, new Halo, I'll pick that up. Hmm. Which I am. I'm thinking of picking Halo up. I quite like the look of it. You know, sort yeah. of, it looks like there's more of a sort of a story than just running around shooting the Covenant. Yeah. But um, it's not going to be a day one purchase. Well, no, but is it also going to be a console purchase? Yeah, I'll get it on Xbox. I've got the Master Collection, I might as well get it. Yeah, but you, you already have the console to play it on. Like, for someone like me, that's not enough for me to go out and buy some... Oh, uh, sorry, yeah, I see what you mean. You know, a new piece of hardware just to play Halo 5. Yeah. It's, like, well, it's no. not that kind of game. Well, not really, no. I mean, that, that's the thing. I was actually talking to someone the other day about, you know, because I've I, I'd pretty much accepted PC as being the, you know, the be-all, end-all. <laughs> but then when I think, you know, what sort of exclusives would I say? Yeah, I'd go out and spend 350 quid to buy one game for 45 quid. And honestly, well, that's the thing. He said Last of Us 2. And I was just like, yeah, you probably got me there. Yeah. But... Would I get it for, like, the week it came out? No. It's like, I, I could go back to that at any point in time and still enjoy it as much as I did, you know, if I went out and bought it on the day. If Battlefront was PS4 exclusive, Xbox One exclusive? No. I mean, it would have to really? be... A, honestly, no. It would have to be a game-changer to say, Fuck Space me. Engineers. I've already got it, shut up. <laughs> 
But you know, <laughs> if they came out and said Knights of the Old Republic three Xbox only, yeah, that is something where I think, ooh, now there's a lot of there's a lot of history in that for me, a lot of nostalgia. So maybe I definitely would Carter three. Yeah, definitely. If they said, if I hadn't already got an Xbox One and the PS4, and they said either one of these, whichever one you want to pick, Carter three, Psychonauts two, and a brand new Grim Fandango. I would buy it. Yeah. Definitely. I, th- I think it's... Yeah, I mean, it's, this is obviously just, in my opinion, like, Halo just doesn't mean that much to me. Um, it, it would have but, to be something that really resonated with me to say, yeah, I, I'm willing to go out and just buy it just for one game. Because that's the thing. Like, because I'll go out and I'll buy an Xbox One to, to play Knights of the Old Republic 3, say, yeah. when then Battlefront 2 comes out, I'd still get that for the PC. Yeah, yeah. So it would only be exclusive content that I would get for it, and there's not enough of it to get me interested. I. I mean, I'd like to think people who are massively into Halo already have an Xbox One. You would have thought so, yeah, because they know it's not going to come out on anything else, or at least exactly. it's very unlikely to come out on anything else. PC, well, if anything. I originally said I was only going to get one or the other, and I chose a PS4 because of Last of Us, because of Uncharted. And all the other PlayStation exclusives. I, I I enjoy more PlayStation exclusives than Xbox. Yeah, that was 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Um, and I've got I have already got more exclusives for PS4 than I have Xbox One, yeah. with the exception of I think I've only got Master Collection and uh, Sunset. Sunset. They're the only exclusives I've, I've physically got. There's, we've got a few digital ones, but everything else is on PS4. Mm. Everything. And that'll always be the case between them two. Always. Yeah. And I mean, even Rare Replay has got, you know, it's got nostalgia oh, value, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just sort of like, it, it's not worth it for, for spending 350 quid on something. I- I don't know if it was just me, but when we sat that when we were doing the video for Ari playing, we sat there and we were playing it. We had four names a giggle, blah blah. I was very underwhelmed. Well, none of them was as magical as I remembered. But that's the thing, though. It's it's the sort of nostalgia thing. It's just like, do you want to go back and play something that was you know you liked fifteen years ago? Because well, odds are it won't be as good. I bought Cutter Two last night. Well, that the thing that, that was, was that was my argument stuff. though. It was just like, but then there's things like Knights of the Old Republic, Fahrenheit, yeah, or Fahrenheit um, Indigo Prophecy if you're in uh, America. And I play those things, and they they don't look great. But you play it, and you're just like, oh, I do remember this, and this is sort of as interesting and you know fun as it was when I played it originally. Except yeah. now I'm you know not a fucking stupid child, and I know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Mop the blood up, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> but things like like Fahrenheit, I remember getting Fahrenheit, and I remember getting like Carter 1 and Carter 2, and I was up until stupid o'clock, and then I would stumble into college with no sleep. Yeah. But I wouldn't change it for the fucking world. Playing yeah. the shit that was on Rare Replay, we were lucky we got some videos done. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we just tried some, but I mean, it's that's the thing, it goes back a bit too far. You know, it's sort of it's covering the middle ground, where so it's not just the sort of the basic classics like Pong yeah. or um, what's it called, Asteroids or Frogger or something like that. You know, you, you kind of know where you stand with those. They're, they're going to be good regardless. But it's just sort of like when it's just sort of standard two D 
scrolling space shooters or something like that. It's just like that, that was a problem with it, though, wasn't it? Is case of all right, you got Battletoads. Well, it is a Battletoads arcade version. It's the same game, yeah. just different levels. And if they'd have had the licenses to be able to do a best of collection instead of just thirty years. Yeah, that would have been much better because you could would have, have had, had all the N64 more. classics on there. Yeah. Exactly, could have had all the Donkey Kongs. Yeah, Star Wars, everything. Star Wars, Diddy Kong Racing, Goldeneye. The Goldeneye. People would have got it for Goldeneye alone. Yeah, even though we've got the uh, the uh, Goldeneye Source remake, which yeah. is sorry to say, it's infinitely better. Absolutely, but the, the thing is, though, if people don't have a PC, they have a console. That is their only option. It's either that or emulators for the phone. Yeah. And it's. Uh, I, I do think they've missed a trick on that. If they'd have got New Conquer, if they'd have got GoldenEye, a couple of Star Wars games, Battletoads, and. Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of the. Uh, just a couple of like the really old ones from like the, the 80s. Yeah. They would have. I think they would have had a, a, a way better game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But moving on, last bit of news, sir. Yes. Um, in addition to announcing Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Emperor Palpatine as playable characters for Star Wars Battlefront, DICE has revealed three new game modes. Are you ready, Dan? Um, before you start, actually, I just want to point out that in last week's podcast, I think it was, or maybe the one before that, um, I was talking about, we were talking about Battlefront 2, I think. Yeah. You were saying about the Jedi uh, hero battle things. Yeah. Um, and there were tauntauns that you could have. And there were people running about on them. I've seen pictures, so I was definitely right. There we go. <laughs> Continue. <Perhaps. laughs> the Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine strikes again. <laughs> um, I'm going to read them in the order that I see fit. Okay, and do so, I have to guess what, what modes they are? or? No, I'll just tell you what they are. Oh, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> well, the, the titles give them away. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> First up is Training Missions. Can you guess what this is, Dan? <laughs> Um, just sort of basic tutorial stuff, combat, yeah, anti vehicles and things. It's exactly that. It's designed to help newcomers get up to speed with the game mechanics. Okay. Uh, there are five training missions in all, as well as a tutorial called Probe Droids. Mm. Um, the Beggar's Canyon training mission, for example, will teach you how to fly an X-Wing and shoot down TIE Fighters. Another mission will help you learn how to drive a snowspeeder on Hoth. There are also Empire-focused training missions, including one that teaches you to use Darth Vader's special lightsaber and force powers. Ooh. Training missions can be played alone or with a friend online or through split-screen co-op. Ah, tutorials, co-op tutorials. Yeah. Not a bad idea. It's, it is. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the next mode is called Battles. In this mode, you can play against the side of AI-controlled enemies or against other human characters. If you're playing with another human, matches can be 1v1, or it can consist of two human fighters alongside AI enemies that also fight against each other. Whatever the case, the objective is to collect tokens that drop when your enemies fall. The first side to 100 points wins, and there's a variant of this mode called Battle. Uh, hero battles, but you play as a hero or villain character, such as Darth Vader or Han Solo. Not bad. Hmm. The next mode, and the last uh, of the new modes, is called Heroes vs. Villains. Oh, now we're talking. As the name suggests, this mode pits three hero characters against three villains, while the rest of the side is made up of rebel or imperial troopers, meaning it's really 6v6. Matches are designed to be short and intense, and when a hero or villain character is killed, the player respawns as a standard soldier. The goal is to either kill all heroes or all villain characters, or have the highest number of he- hero or villain characters alive at the end of each of the three rounds. This means players must simultaneously play offense and defense. Ooh. 
I like that. It's rather than just a free-for-all clusterfuck. It's kind of like, um, you know, if you get killed, you turn into one of just sort of general minions. Yeah. So you still you can still play. Yeah, so you're not just running around trying to kill everyone because you need to try and be a hero character in, in order to take out the other hero characters. Every, if you die, if you're Darth Vader, you die. You've then got to take it to account. You've got to protect whoever the other heroes are. Yeah. Well, if you're um, the minions, do you get um, unlimited respawns? I'm guessing so. Yes. Yeah, so otherwise, it would just be like three one, random heroes: Palpatine, Vader, and Boba Fett versus one <laughs> one rebel Shit. guy. He's just running around like, oh god. <laughs> um, that those modes uh, make up the list as follows: Walker Assault, Fighter Squadron, Supremacy, Cargo Droid Run, Blast Drop Zone, Heroes versus Villains, Hero Hunt, Training Missions, and Battles. Brackets, including hero battles. Well, that's a lot more than uh, was shown in the beta. A lot more. <laughs> yeah. Now it, um, it does seem that the um, the price they're asking for for the season pass is probably getting a little bit a little bit more reasonable. Mm. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong; it's still a lot. But I'm still not going to get it. <laughs> well, that's just going to be in the standard mode, though. So by the time that you're getting sick to death of that, you can go out and get the season pass for half that price, exactly. and then get all the content that's coming out, as well as everything that's already been released. Yeah, so totally. I'd say that's that's for for just you know pre-ordering it and getting the your standard pack. That's pretty damn good. There's a lot there. There's a lot more than than people expected, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Could be wrong. Anyway, that's it for the news, Dan. Um, our main story is a sad one. Oh, this is the last podcast. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this like Silver Black? Are you closing down the channel without even telling them? Live on live on TV. Um, but if you want to check out my new channel, <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Um, Uncharted Four is quote the end of an era for Naughty Dog. Um, Naughty Dog 4... closing down. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uncharted Four Thief's End represents the end of an era for Naughty Dog as a studio. That's according to co-director Neil Druckmann, who talked about saying goodbye to Nathan Drake in a new interview. We get more and more that feeling of this definitely being the end of an era for us as a studio, Druckmann said in the latest issue of official PlayStation magazine. We've been with this franchise for almost 10 years now, from inception all the way to this point. Luckily, we don't get too much time to dwell on that feeling because we're so busy. But every once in a while, you know... Drummond also revealed that after he and Bruce Staley were brought on to co-direct the game in the wake of Amy Henning's departure, they decided to change the story significantly. I remember when Bruce and I came onto the project, a few weeks later we pitched a pretty new story to the team, uh, kind of like a new direction for the project, he recalled. A lot of the things we were doing were pretty rough and we just slotted them in. So there was an ending, but it wasn't as well defined, and at some point we defined more of the plot and more def- uh, more definitive ending and we did a second pitch for the team. Uncharted 4 is the final entry in the series to star Nathan Drake. However, with millions of copies sold and a movie in the works, Uncharted is unquestionably a big-name franchise that still has life left in it. So, I think this is the last Uncharted for the Uncharted team. Yeah. this is That's the vibe I've got from them. Well, there's still money to be made from Uncharted, so they're not going to just let it die on its arse just yet. I don't want them to carry on making it if they're not making money. Yeah. Because the last time somebody made a, an Uncharted game that wasn't by Naughty Dog, it was by, uh, I can't remember the 
come now. But it's the one that made the golden abyss for the Vita. And it was good, it was very good. But it wasn't Uncharted. Yeah. Mainly because it had shitty touch controls. <laughs> but uh, it was... I don't know what it was. Because it was really good and I did enjoy it. And it was it was actually worth buying a Vita for it. Yeah. It just, it just didn't feel like Uncharted. Well, I think that's kind of the, the thing that's going to hit um, Konami as well. Now that Kojima's gone from Metal Gear. Well, you say this. I read today. I was going to include it in the news, but I didn't. Um... Konami have released a statement today saying that he, uh, Kojima's on holiday. He still works there. Yeah, I saw something about this um, yeah. a while ago saying, well, no, he's still technically an employee. He's just decided to take a, a very long break, which, all right, fair enough. That's the case. There's been a misunderstanding. Why the fuck have they taken his name off everything? <laughs> well, they certainly haven't taken it out of the game. No, it pops up all, about every ten minutes. <laughs> out of all the... Uh, the physical releases, it's not a Hideo Kojima game. The physical boxes don't have his name on it. Well, trust me, the game does. Oh no, the game does. Yep. But like, there's nothing they can do about that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's already made. But all the marketing and stuff doesn't say his name. The box hasn't got his name on it. I've got the box here. Yeah, that hasn't got it on it. Yeah. So, I think someone's feared him. Maybe. We'll just yeah, have to wait until Metal Gear 6 or Riding Adventures or whatever comes out next. Subtitled microtransactions. Yeah. And it's only available on iPhone. Because that's the, that. Well, that's what Konami want to do. They want to they put all the focus on mobile games now. Yeah, if that's where the real money is. According to Candy Crush, it fucking is. Well, that's the thing. Just because you get like it's like this fucking Kickstarter thing. Just because you get one successful app or one successful Kickstarter doesn't mean that you can come on and do the same thing or a, just a slight variation of the same thing and make mm-hmm. equal amounts of money. Obviously not. Look at Perfect Dark. So I just wanted to bring Ryan Replay up again. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's a good point. Though. I mean, Goldeneye was a massive success and Perfect Dark was well received, but it didn't sell well at all. Yeah. I mean, that was mainly down to the fact that it was like 80 quid. But, you know. But, anyway, Uncharted. Do you think this will be the end of Nathan Drake as we know him? I don't know. I mean, if they do, maybe they do, you know. His, his son. son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, you know, someone who's doing something similar and they have to go and see him. So you may, you may pop us up an NPC in a future Uncharted game. I mean, this is what we speculated previously when they came out with the title of the um, Nathan Drake Collection. Yeah. It wasn't the Uncharted Collection, Uncharted. which makes us think that um, Uncharted would continue, but Nathan Drake would not be the protagonist anymore. Yeah. Which is which, certainly possible. And yeah, then a different sense. team would take over it, you know. It does make sense. And I, I mean, you can't have a brand new Sony console and only have one Uncharted game, not including the Nathan Drake Collection, because they're old games. You gotta have at least two Uncharted games. Got well, to. it'll be a few years before anything's even announced, I reckon. Well, that's. Do you reckon if it's uh, down to sales? Well, no, because sales go, are always going to be pretty high and constant. Yeah, but if this is literally the last one, do you reckon it, was, it would sell more? Maybe. 
but you know, is it the kind of the false hope kind of thing? That's the what sort I mean. of the, you know, like when someone's just like, oh, closing down sale, you know, and yeah, you're like, yeah. oh shit, we've got to get in there and get those deals, and then it's open for another four years. Yeah. Like DFS every fucking week. Yeah, DFS, exactly. Like, like just done constant sale. Mm. Um, and so then it closes, closes down. <laughs> what's, what's it called? It's like the the uh, threat of loss or something like that. I can't remember. It's, it's some sort of bullshit sales term that was taught about years ago. Mm. Um, but the fear of loss, I think it is, sorry. <laughs> but basically, it's just like, oh, well, what happens if you drop your phone down the toilet or whatever and you're like oh shit yeah that's a really good point oh god yeah I, yeah I don't want that to happen I better take out that insurance after all so it could just be that sort of thing by saying we're not going to make another one and then go oh god well we better get this last one then well George Lucas there won't be any more Star Wars films yeah until Disney take over and until like, shut up Disney. Lucas <laughs> <laughs> Disney Infinity we've got it all figured out <laughs> well again again it's smart business. Oh, absolutely. What sells? Star Wars. Well, maybe if they leave for Uncharted for 30 years and then come back to it. Disney will buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By that point, I'm pretty sure Disney will own everything anyway, so... Uncharted, the Mickey Mouse collection. No, just because it's Disney doesn't mean it's got to do anything with Disney characters. I'd love that. Like, what, they put Nathan Drake into fucking Disney Infinity? No, no into like Kingdom Hearts or something. Yeah, though, no, don't. Shut up. That'd be so good. Tell you what, Star Wars better be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Better be. <sighs> Kingdom Hearts is good. Shut your face. Alright. Right, anyway, that's all we've really got to say on the matter. Because we both think it's not going to die. I don't, I don't think so, no. I, I, it's, it's like... I think it's like Metal Gear. You know, Kojima may not have anything to do with any future titles. Does that mean I'm not going to buy him? No. Well, it depends. I'll, I'll probably wait for reviews now. Well, unless it's called something like Metal Gear HX1Z4 Extreme Espionage Action Force or something like that. In which That's case, I'll be like, awesome, I don't want to touch I'll that. I'll pre-order that now. Fucking barge hole. <laughs> well, you can't just go off a name. Oh, I can. <laughs> Whenever there's, <laughs> there's an X, a V, Z, a 1, Extreme with just an X, anything that's just sort of like... Like paintbrushes slapped on to make like the logo. Anything like that, I can't stand it. Pre-order now and get the Radical Edition DLC. Oh no, it'd be like um, Ultimate Ninja Bikini Pack or something. And just... <laughs> it's just it's just Raiden and fucking heels and. Well, they've already put him naked. They'd have to do something oh, yeah. better than that. Well, he's already technically got heels because he has some fucking blades come out his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sexy Raiden. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sexy Raiden rule thirty-four. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee if we Google Raiden Rule 34 there'll be a big snake. <laughs> no, I, I reckon there's going to be Raiden bent over, snake behind him, and then the Wing! like exclamation mark yeah. of Raiden's head. And there'll but, be one of those at least. I'm going to do it afterwards. Do you remember that video on Dorkley where Snake's in the box and then the guards come over and he's like, Wing! and like, you, just, like, you can see Snake looking through like the, the hole in the box. And you see the soldier's legs, and I'm like, oh, it must have been nothing. Yep, it's just us here. And then they just start making out. And then you, like, from the other side of the box, you can just see Snake's eyes. And then they just, one of the soldiers just bends the other one over the box. <laughs> and then it's just, they start, like, Snake's just, like, silently crying. And then, like, the general comes. And he's like, what's going on? It's like, sir. And then Snake's like, oh, it's over. And then the general's like, can I join? <laughs> and his eyes just open. 
<laughs> Brilliant. Oh, no way. <laughs> anyway, um, that's all we've really got, to be fair. Um, we have a special video coming up on the channel um, that we meant to do the other day, but we forgot. So we're going to do that. And that is obviously Star Wars. What? The old Force Awakens. Oh, shit, right, the trailer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard about this, but there was a new final trailer release for Star Wars. Yeah, there's a, there's, I think there's a new film out. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. I think you might have mentioned it to me. I don't know. I don't really keep a price of these situations. I'm not big Star Wars fans, to be fair. Oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> it's like Captain Picard and all that. It's, just, oh, yeah, no, it's not really my thing. It's when they've started bringing Darkwing Duck into it. It was <laughs> just lost it for me. <laughs> Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, so yeah, we are going to do our take on what we think is going to happen in Star Wars Episode 7, um, some of the theories we've heard, and again, these we could be way off. Oh, well, I'd like to think that they make these trailers specifically for people to make videos about them and, yeah. you know, analyse them, pick them apart, and then they're not even referred to in the actual film. Yeah, it's just fun to do. No, absolutely. It's, it's, and I, it's a giggle for everyone. I do quite like doing it. It's good. Um, and we shall have some more gameplay videos. Um, I'm not 100% sure what we're going to be doing them on. Just um, well, I do. So oh. I'm on I'm on the ball with these things. Um, we've got some more GoldenEye Source. We mentioned yeah. it earlier, but we're going to be returning to that. Some more PvP maps. Um, we're also going to be doing some uh, Don't actually... Starve Together. Yes, we are. Which um, you, there's, there's a beta for that. Um, I've already had a few goes on it. It's pretty intense. It's pretty hard. But I'm uh, I'm fully addicted to it at the moment. Um, in addition to that, we've also made some pretty decent progress with Space Engineers. I know I say that pretty much every fucking week, but the <laughs> fact is... actual yeah. substantial progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's, oh God, hours and hours and hours of work into just sort of building just, one side of things. and Just oh, to God. push me back to the station. Because yeah, I ran out of energy. Jetpack energy, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <sighs> It was a good 40 minutes, what you had about. Yeah, shut up. We had fun. <laughs> what were you saying anyway? Um, I don't even know that. Oh, you were trying to interrupt me with something. So. No, it was to do with Golden Knight. I noticed on Twitter um, that there is a new skin, Sniper Rifle soon. Yeah, I did. I think I retweeted that. You did, that's how I saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I do want to kind of get in there and have a look at that and see if it's been implemented yet and if so, how it looks. But I would like to think that they're saying, well, we've got all the, you know, the traditional Golden Knight weapons, we've reskinned them all. Maybe we could start adding some in. Hmm. You know, maybe a few new Bond weapons or... Some special secret weapons. Yeah, or, you know, like a railgun or something like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Twitter, um, I thought you would have mentioned it already, um, but um, we need to do a shout-out. You've forgotten already, haven't you, Dan? No, no, leave it with me. Uh, I've already got it up here. Don't no, 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 no. Um, Oh, um, yeah, uh, is it DAB88? It is. Yeah. DAB88. Yeah, so um, for anyone who's been on the YouTube channel, um, they would have seen the Just Cause 3 tra uh, trailer submission that Callum has made and put together and put up there, and it's very, very good, and I'm uh, obviously I'm slightly biased, but <laughs> I've shared this to a bunch of people, and they've all said that it does look like a proper, real, actual trailer. Um, so that's been up there for a while. It's got a, a decent number of views on it now, actually, which is pretty good. Um, but we were contacted by, um, I, don't, I don't actually know his name, um, he just seems to do, he has a, a YouTube channel, which I'm sure you can give back to everyone. Um, but um, it's, uh, 
youtube.com forward slash nodab88. Yep, just say that again. Uh, youtube.com forward slash nodab88. Lovely. So um, he was very nice and got in touch with us and said that he liked Cam's trailer and now he's added it to the Steam community into update videos that he's doing of all the submissions that he's seen and the uh, the ones that he likes. Hmm. So he's put that up on Steam, so we're very thankful to that young man for uh, realising Callum's awesome potential <laughs> and making the world aware of it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it. So when do we... Um, when's the competition closed? When do we hear back about this? Um, if you want to enter yourself, but I, I'd rather you didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, you can go over to the Just Cause uh, website and all the details are there. Um, you win some shit prizes. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. was an amazing prize. Um, but if you want to enter, you can head over there. You've got until November the 12th to get your submission to them. Um, yeah. All you have to do is make it, upload it onto your channel, and then um, you basically give them your uh, YouTube channel ID. Um, word of warning, if you wish to change your trailer after you've submitted it, you will have to delete it from YouTube and then create a new Square Enix account in order to do so. So make sure it's perfect before you upload. Yeah. Um, and the winners will be announced on November the 20th. Excellent. So you've well, still there, got a few weeks left. There is also a second uh, Just Cause competition that is going on. Yes. Um, it's the um, it's like the most chaos that you can cause. Um, so they they'll basically be sending out um, copy or they'll they'll be hosting some kind of competition for a certain amount of people, and whoever can make the most chaos in you know within whatever their rule set is. Time, I think. Uh, yeah, it's probably like an hour or whatever. Um, the winner gets an island. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which a is pretty real good. Island, an actual. It's probably not habitable by any means. Um, so you've got the choice of an island or a fifty grand prize, so fifty thousand dollars, I believe. Mm. Um, instead of the island, should you not want an island in the middle? Does of that fucking mean the island only worth fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'd take the money. I'd take the island for sure. Really? Yeah, I'd get there and I'd never have to leave. Uh, Daisy Survival Pack could come in handy. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and there's also a um, uh, Google Cardboard competition that they're running as well, where you can win yourself um, a Google Cardboard headset. Ooh, very good. Um, and it's a nice virtual reality video of skydiving on Just Cause. <laughs> yeah, 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 especially made for it. That's all of Twitter and stuff as well. So, on that note, if you haven't looked at, um, I'm going to call it our trailer, Dan. The oh, PvP trailer by me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, that's on the uh, YouTube channel, which is www.youtube.com forward slash podcast versus player. Um, you can also look at it on the website, which is www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk. Um, and there's a, loads of other stuff on there all the podcasts all the videos articles reviews everything um, and you can follow us on Twitter if you would like and that is at podcast V player and that will do for episode 79 I think um, we'll be back next week we'll also try and get a few of those videos up as well um, however if you have any ideas for videos that you'd like to see us do or return to because there's a lot of shit that we've done that we don't go back to again um, then by all means <laughs> well yeah um <laughs> Then by all means get in touch and let us know. Leave a comment if you wish to. Um, please remind, uh, please do be reminded, however, that everything discussed in PvP is personal opinion. 
Therefore, if you do not agree, you are more than welcome to discuss this with us. However, just saying you're wrong. Yeah. You probably won't get a reply to that. So, that's entirely up to you, though. So, if you're listening now... (laughs) (laughs) But no, I concur. Yes. I concur. So, um, keep a lookout for um, additional videos, and we'll see you next time. Come say goodbye. Say goodbye. What? (laughs) Yeah.